Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle, the Christian girl's guide to modern dating. We're here to help you date with confidence while honoring the Lord and to show you that your identity and contentment are in Christ. We're going to give you the tools that you need to date successfully and be set up well for success in a godly marriage. If you've ever felt like you didn't really belong with any of the extremes in dating today, well, you're not alone. Neither did we. And that's why we're here looking for the middle. Hello, friends. Welcome to a very special episode of Looking for the Middle. We have, once again, as is usual for this season, <laughs> called Nautable. <laughs> I literally don't think our schedule did us any good this year. It did not. It didn't. But it's been a fun ride so far. And y'all seem to be enjoying it. Our yes. numbers have been amazing. Thank you. So thank y'all very much. Um, I also just learned that in the relationships subcategory so there's like society and culture and podcasts Uh bethany and just informed me of all this and then relationships is a subcategory of podcasts and we're in the top 100 relationship podcasts in the u.s you guys it's amazing yes thank you for listening and telling your friends we are so appreciative yes not to mention because we have been the biggest lockers on social media the past what three weeks three weeks (laughs) y'all just also part of why we're doing this episode because y'all Life has just been crazy. So crazy. Not bad. It has just been so crazy. And so... Especially this month. Like, yes. April has been insane. I don't know what the deal is, but it has been nonstop. Mm-hmm. And so we sat down today to record, and we were like, we have nothing prepped for what we were planning. Nope. And we were like, you know what? We're behind on all of our couch cast questions that we get, just questions in general. So I said, hey, why don't we do... Rapid fire Q&A. Let's catch up on some questions, get you guys the answers that you are looking for. So that is what we're doing. And we're kind of throwing it back to old school couch cast. We have our bowl here with, what do we put? 10 questions in here? Nine Close or 10. To it, think, nine or yeah. 10. And what we're going to do is we are going to switch off drawing a question out of the bowl. And then the other person will answer it. And we'll go from there. It's going to be fun. But yes. I think you forgot it's your question of the day. Say, but speaking of questions, <laughs> it is my question of the day, and I don't know what I want to ask. Ooh, here's one. Oh, that was the fastest you it have was. ever I'm come looking, up with I'm one. I'm eyeing the cookies over on your counter oh, okay. over there. So, yes. Kristen, yes. What is your favorite kind of cookie? Um, oatmeal raisin. Which, I love oatmeal raisin. Thank you. I feel like such an old lady and get shamed whenever I ask that or which, get asked that question. I think it's smart to like oatmeal raisin because. It's always guaranteed you'll have plenty of cookies yes. at whatever you're at because no, no one, one else, else eats them. them. Exactly. I think they're really good. Also, there is a cookie. Um, well, there's this place called Crumble where we yes. live. And there was a key lime pie cookie mm-hmm. that Lauren and I got one night to watch The Bachelor. <laughs> well, we got the whole like spread, but that one was my favorite. It was interesting. really good. Okay. Yeah. I can't like trying to imagine was it, it was like, like a sugar it was, cookie it was a graham crackery kind of cookie oh. with the key lime on top and filling with um little like graham cracker pieces crumbled on top that sounds so good and where is this place exactly is it's, it on my way home <laughs> uh depending on what way you go okay. home it's not far from where you used to live it's right oh. across from where the Starbucks, or it's next to where the Starbucks yes. is, kind of in that strip. Yes, yes, yes. I know yeah. where it is. Okay. I'm trying yes. to be vague where people can't like be super creepy, but where you'll know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> nod, nod, wink, wink. Oh, um, gosh. What's your favorite cookie? My favorite? I know this. What is it? Snickerdoodles. Yes. Those are my favorite. Yes. Y'all are so good and so dangerous. I can literally only make them at holidays because I will eat all of them. 
she is definitely got a problem or an obsession we won't call oh, it a problem yes. i love it's a healthy obsession so much they're so good but yeah snickerdoodles hands down favorite yes good call good question thanks those cookies by the way on our counter lauren made and they're really good <laughs> they looked really good yes. when i was over there finding i was finding a bowl for yes. our, our other questions i love having a roommate who bakes a lot <laughs> oh so kind of guinea pig you don't mind being exactly <laughs> exactly okay well let's jump into this episode do you okay. want to draw first or do you want me i don't to? know i asked the question of the day do you want to ask the first question sure okay okay what da, 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 da. remember when i used to like bang around yes. the box <laughs> y'all if you know what we're talking about you are like og listeners For because real, i'm not gonna take the one off the top that's lame I mean, like when we were recording in my closet yes man if you haven't listened since then it's worth going back to like a season one episode one just to hear the quality difference and two to for us to talk about sitting in my like four by four closet it was really more like three by three because yeah by the time all worth the... of shoes around yes. the border <laughs> exactly all right bethany okay you ready yes is it okay to want to be in a relationship one minute and then not the next oh if it's not okay then none of us are okay right <laughs> like we, we've all been oh, there for one sure. day you're like oh, i just want a boyfriend mm-hmm. and the next day you're like i love my life like let's be real we've all been there it's true yeah i think it's okay i think my question to the question would be why are you going back and forth if if you're being motivated by maybe like selfish reasons of you Mm -hmm. just want things to be done your way and you like it how it is and whatever and so most of the time you're like oh i love my life because i can control everything and then you're just like oh but i wish i had a boyfriend to like do stuff with me the things i want to do the way i want to do them da, 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 da. i would say maybe look at some of your motivation but i think that's just a normal ebb and flow of you know one day you're like sitting at home and you're like oh i wish there was someone here we could watch a movie or whatever and then the next day you're out hanging out with friends and you're having a lot of fun and it doesn't even cross your mind that you would want to be with someone i think it's totally normal yeah i think i've definitely had these moments where i'm like Hey, I'm okay. I also have these moments whenever I uh, witness and or hear about a couple getting in an argument. Because <laughs> I'm like, woohoo, so glad I am not dealing with that. Um, that's really any argument because I'm non-confrontational. So that's what I'm like. You know what? I'm okay that I don't have a person and another person in my life I could possibly get into a confrontational situation yeah. with. But that's normally when yeah. I feel like that happens. But no, I totally, I think you're right. I think it's very normal and i wouldn't overthink it no i wouldn't either i think more than likely you may not necessarily be like oh one minute i want to be in a relationship and the next i like consciously think i don't want to be i think it's in my mind it goes back and forth between oh i really want a boyfriend or oh i'm not even thinking about it it's not like this hard oh i don't don't want one it's just not this like overwhelming like oh my gosh, I really want this to like, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, I'm good. Like, I'm okay. I am I mean, obviously you're okay, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not at the forefront of your mind, I yeah. guess. Uh, yeah, I would say, about, take a look at your motives. Are you being selfish? Are you, do you have a commitment fear? Are you worried about having to commit to some, like this hypothetical someone even, you know, which I, I think, I guess can go back to selfishness a lot of times too. Um, 
things like that. But if none of that's like a factor and you just kind of notice, yeah, that it's more at the forefront than other times, I wouldn't worry about it. Like, it's just life. Don't overthink it. Don't make it a big deal. Just go on. If anything, I think it's healthier, but it ebbs and flows instead of this constantly being on your mind all the time. very true. So maybe it's a better thing that it does kind of come and go. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. Good good question. Your turn. turn? Okay. Let's pick another one. Oh, man. I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. We can cut it out if I say anything stupid. We can. (laughs) I might not, but we can. (laughs) Okay. Here you go. Are you ready? Yes. Is it okay to have a celebrity crush if you have a boyfriend or are married? Gosh, I hope so. Uh, no. Uh, uh, great question. I think there is a difference between having a celebrity crush and a celebrity obsession. Absolutely. So, or even just like, you may not call it an obsession, but the way you talk about your celebrity yeah. crush, I think kind of depends on whether it's a good idea or not. If it's just a all in good fun, like, yeah. oh, like I have a crush on Dansby Swanson. Um, but but do you think about Dansby Swanson except for when he's like on the TV and you see, oh, there's Dansby Swanson. No, exactly. never. Maybe we, let's define our terms a little bit. Yeah. Like when I talk about a celebrity, celeb- mm, apparently celebrity. I can't talk about a celebrity crush, can't get the words out. <laughs> no, but when I talk about, okay, I have a celebrity crush. We all know how I feel about Idris Elba. Totally my celebrity crush. Mm-hmm. I have not seen him in a movie in probably a couple of years. So you're going to say, I haven't seen him in so long. I like, haven't. Oh, are y'all We've like- really kind of fallen out of touch with the whole pandemic thing. But, you know, he'll come around. My point is, though, I haven't seen a movie with him in it in forever. So unless I'm watching The Office and it's the few episodes that he's in, he never crosses my mind. Mm-mm. But whenever he's on screen, I'm like, oh, he's really pretty. Mm-hmm. The end. That's it. Do I think there's anything wrong with that? No. No. Gosh, no. But if I have posters of Idris Elba in my room and I talk about him all the time and I want to tell people about where he went for dinner last Thursday. Yes. Okay, now we're crossing over into obsession territory. Well, and I think you need to be careful too. Like if you're in a relationship, which was the context this question was asked in. You don't ever want your significant other feeling like they've got to compare themselves to this person to be seen as attractive to you. So, like, if you're always talking about, like, oh, why don't you, like, wear something like that? Or why don't you, (laughs) like, do your hair like that? Or why don't you blah, 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 blah? Then your significant other is probably going to start feeling super insecure. (laughs) Guy or girl. Exactly. So, I would say you know it's fine it's fun like everybody knows when we're watching a Braves game and Dansby comes up to bat you tell Kristen to pay attention and she does and I'm locked in and then whatever happens after that I was like okay well let me know when he comes back to bat um and I'm good yeah so but then that's the end of it so I think as long as you're keeping it in a healthy place I think it's totally fine but yeah don't you don't want to get to the point to where it's an obsession you're talking about them all the time you're comparing your you're saying your other your significant other should be more like them right because that's not healthy for your relationship no. in any way no so just well, that's be careful. not healthy if you're even if you're not even dating someone mm. like that kind of obsession would be something that you could be single as the day is long and i'd be like hey maybe don't do that yeah <laughs> you know like I wouldn't recommend that, period. Yeah, well, because then you're also getting, like, if you're setting an expectation for your future significant other based on your celebrity crush, that can also really set you up not so well. Yes. So just keep that in mind. One last thing I would throw out to the girls listening, because I think it was a girl that asked this in, yeah, like you said, in the context of being in a relationship. But 
keep that celebrity crush just a harmless little crush which basically all a celebrity crush is is oh i find them attractive yeah the end right but remember like he may have a celebrity crush too and i feel like we keep this very one way like it's fine Mm -hmm. for girls to have celebrity crushes and the guy that they think is so cute in the movie and this that and the other but as soon as a guy mentions oh it's the same exact thing we're like oh how dare you yes yeah so if that's something that would really bother you for a boyfriend or a husband to have, it doesn't bother me. Like it just, and that's just me. I'm not saying it can't bother anyone. Yeah. It, but if that's something that would really bother you, then yeah, you definitely don't need to yeah, well, have and, one either. No. And then you learn too, like, and hear me, like, I'm not saying you hide it, but like, if you're going to talk about your celebrity crush, you talk about it with your girlfriend. So yeah. like this fun, like, like you do now, like this lighthearted of, when you, me, and Lindsay are all hanging out and Dansby <laughs> yeah. comes up, no one's shocked. No one thinks it's weird. And it's fine. Yeah. Whereas, like, you don't need to talk. I don't need to talk to my... I almost... I remember when I was dating my ex and he found out uh-huh. that... I think Lindsay was the one that told him that I had a crush on Dansby. I immediately felt like, I don't want to talk about this with you. Like, yes. I don't want you to feel weird. Like, I don't want to be talking about some other guy, even though I will never have anything so to do with him. It's so weird. So just maybe know your audience too of like very good point. just think about it that way yeah okay Ready? moving on to our next question moving on okay <laughs> <laughs> oh that? i'm so glad you got this oh, question no. no it's a good one okay. you'll like this one what's the best way to start a conversation with a guy on a dating app okay bethany's ready <laughs> I am. guns because i have a standard opener that for me personally works really well for a long time i was batting a thousand with this opener got a response every single time it tapered off some it's probably like 95 percent, but still highly effective mm-hmm. are y'all ready for this i'm gonna give it to you free of charge take notes if you're not driving <laughs> yes write this down okay so here's what you say on an app if you're trying to open a conversation with someone you say hey fill in the blank name whatever bobby hey bobby Bobby. always bobby and then i say i never know how to get these things started but i always like to get the really important stuff out of the way first dot 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 and then i say so what's your favorite ice cream flavor cute witty funny works every time works for mo- for Bethany. <laughs> yes. Because was, Lindsay tried this. I was so proud of myself with this. I'm like, oh my word, y'all. I have cracked the code. I have figured it out. I told oh, everyone. This is my favorite story. Because Lindsay yes. literally, <laughs> first guy. she ta- Like, first guy she uses this line on. Because Lindsay came to us and was like, what? I hate starting these. Which I do yes. too. And she's like, what do I say? Bethany gives her the line. Works for me every time. First guy Lindsay uses this line on. And he goes... I don't really like ice cream. It's not good for you. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, how dare you? Second of like, all, you don't need that kind of negativity in your no, life. Move on. No. Second of all, how dare you? <laughs> Golly. What kind of oh. person? I don't like ice cream. It's not good. Yeah. Well, there are a lot of things that aren't good for you. Okay. <laughs> hate on those right, things. You know, hate on those- smoking. Like hate on drugs. Hate on like other things. Do not hate on ice cream. It's one of those things where afterwards you think of like 40 amazing comebacks, you know? Yeah. Like I would have been like, yeah, well, people who don't like ice cream aren't good for me. So yeah, bye. Exactly. <laughs> well, you just made my decision very easy. Have a nice day, sir. Yeah. Gosh. So I feel like we should put a disclaimer. Yeah. It works really well for me. Yes. Um, 
I know. So, uh, I will share Lauren's okay. line. She had a good one that had a lot of success on Bumble. Um, she would. <laughs> this is so her. I love this so much. But she would ask, okay, so-and-so, you've got $10 to spend at Taco Bell. <laughs> What are you ordering? I love that. Love it. And this is when we went to Taco Bell a lot more than we do now. We used to live across the street from a Taco Bell. Uh, So we were making very regular trips um, at our old apartment. But guys were like, they loved it. What's the theme here? Food. Yes. Because everybody eats. And they're dudes. And they're dudes. Exactly. Or if you ask a girl, like, what is it? The from a Cinderella story. Would you rather have a rice cake or a Big Mac? (laughs) And she's like, a Big Mac. He's like, you just eliminated like 70% of the girls at our school. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it's... So start with food. It's a light topic. It's no one's going to be like, oh, I don't eat. Sorry. Like I'm not, you know, everybody's going to say... She did. Now, Lauren did have a couple people say that, ew, gross Taco Bell. And she was like, okay, swipe left. Thank you. (laughs) Like... Have a nice day. Because even like there was such a difference if a guy like maybe he didn't eat at Taco Bell, but he would like still kind of be funny or yes. like may- be a good sport about it. Yeah. And then there were guys who were rude and be yeah. like, ew, you eat Taco Bell? Like, I don't need that judgment. No. Thank you. Like It I tells eat- you so much more yeah. than just answering the question. Yeah. Like if you can't even like have fun with this. Yeah. And also like it's really hard to start a conversation it with is. a stranger, especially on Bumble when you may not have a whole lot of information yes. to go off of. That's what I will say, yes. I have a like a line I would use on like traditional dating apps on eHarmony or Match or Christian Mingle or one of those places. I wouldn't use a line as much as I would ask them a specific question about their profile. Because there's enough information there to actually have something to kind of grasp onto. But if we're talking about apps, I know we kind of went with very specific answers there. But in general, I think a key is ask something or start with something that's not, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. Because everybody says that. So like you're setting yourself apart by asking a fun question more. Mm-hmm. But then two, we were kind of joking about the food, but it is a universal thing. So you want to ask a question that has some universal universality, universalness widespread sure (laughs) a widespread answer (laughs) pool um because yeah even if someone doesn't like ice cream like be like oh i don't really like ice cream but chocolate pie is my favorite like if someone can't roll with it at all it tells you a lot more than just oh i'm not answering the question yeah i was thinking though too didn't we do uh 20 conversation starters didn't we yes. do a pdf at one point that has like I'll 20 put that or 25 in the newsletter let's put that in the newsletter tomorrow so if you haven't signed up for our newsletter yet guys go to our website go to our instagram subscribe to that and you'll get the the pdf tomorrow that is 20 is it 20 or 25 20 or 25 at least remember. 20 yeah conversation starters yeah for online dating yes website is looking for the middle.com instagram oh, yeah. is at lftm underscore podcast so you can go there and yes. find all the things. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Next. Your turn. Okay. Oh, this is fun. We say that every question. <laughs> Next like, time I'm be like, oh, we're this so, is not fun. Remember when we used to say like, we're so excited. <laughs> yeah. When are you y'all not remember excited? remember when like we stopped though. I, that's true. That's a great point. <laughs> I think we just quit pointing it out. Mm-hmm. We absolutely <laughs> we did. Oh man. Okay, so are you ready? I am ready. How do I get a guy's attention if I'm shy? 
I'm glad you're answering this one because I have no experience being shy. <laughs> I was literally Bethany's I response. chatted up the checkout ladies at Kroger when I was like two and a half or three. Like, you all, they knew all about my this life. Is that's freaky, for sure. The mixed up terrier. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, and if y'all haven't heard that story, that was in a previous episode. I can't remember, <laughs> I don't remember which where. One. Um, <laughs> Bethany had a mixed terrier, and its name was what? Frisky. Frisky. Yeah, but she introduced the dog as Freaky, the mixed-up terrier, <laughs> to all the checkout ladies, <laughs> to the cash- cashiers. <laughs> if you ever needed a story to picture more closely what it's like to be friends with Bethany, that'll do it. That'll do it. I haven't changed. Not since, at all since then. Okay, how do you get a guy's attention when you're shy? Um, I think so. Here's I would not consider myself a shy person. However, I am not normally one to go start conversation with somebody that I don't know. Whereas Bethany, like I follow Bethany around at parties <laughs> that I don't know a lot of people yeah. at. So she can kind of get the small talk going and I can just jump in. So use that though. Yeah. So like use your friend. Yeah. Um, if you need to. My first thought when I'm thinking back to like, okay, I really wanted to talk to this guy, but I didn't know what to say. Like I complimented him on yeah. something. So I remember I was when I was uh, in L.A., there was a guy on my trip who I had a crush on and very quickly, shocking to no one. (laughs) And I was like, okay, how am I going to like talk to this guy? Because there were like 30 of us there. And so I really liked his shoes. And so we kind of like got in line to like we were next to each other to get on the bus. And I was like, "Okay, I really like your shoes. And he was like, hey, thanks. Like, I really like yours too. And we just start talking. And that was all there was to, it was just this one little like, and who doesn't like to be complimented on honestly. So like, that's one thing I try to do. Um, I think if you're shy, maybe not getting in like a huge group where you feel like you're not necessarily going to be the first one to talk Uh or like initiate in a big conversation. But if you're in a, like try to get in a group where maybe it's you him and like two other people Uh or three other people and there is a level of like yes I know you're shy but also like you want to get a little out of your comfort zone I'm not saying you got to be the loudest girl in the room I'm not going to say you got to talk constantly because you do want to be yourself yes but at the same time you know if you're hearing, if you're in this little group and he's talking and you think like, oh, well, that's really interesting. Maybe like ask him a question yeah. about what he's saying or just showing interest in him. You don't even have to flirt. You can just yeah. be like, oh, I really like your shoes. Oh, I, that's really cool. When did you go there? So like you come here often. No. <laughs> um, but like. I'm literally having to think like, okay, what am I, I'm going to this event tonight that I literally know like two people at. So I'm like, what do I need to tell myself before I yeah. go tonight? But yeah just try to find smaller groups use your friends if you need to find your more extroverted friends be Mm -hmm. like hey will you go with me because this guy's gonna be there that i really like and i want to try to talk to him so can you like team me up a little bit yes make sure you tell your friend who's outgoing talkative whatever though that hey i'm interested in this guy Mm -hmm. so that they're aware to like push him your way and pull back kind of thing not just chat him up themselves yes um it's like the classic rom-com scene like in the wedding planner when when jennifer lopez and then who's the other girl that always plays the best friend i can't remember her name and matthew mcconaughey and they're all three at this outdoor movie and she goes oh no i forgot i have to help my grandmother's aunt's sister's daughter 
change her printer cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> so don't want to be late. Y'all have fun. Bye. <laughs> and then leave. But she's the one that got them to the movie. Right. And then she, you know, leaves with Made the worst excuse ever. <laughs> yes. So, but yeah, I've done that with Bethany before. Where I'm like, hey, I know this guy's going to be there tonight. Yeah. Can you like try to get us, you know, in a conversation or uh-huh. in the same, you know, whatever. And then do your thing then- and. Yeah. You know, go talk to somebody else. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. One one thing I'll just kind of encourage you guys with too is Kristen talked about, you know, get out of your comfort zone. So I just want to say it is possible to get out of your comfort zone, but stay in your lane. Mm. From the standpoint of mm-hmm. you can get out of your own comfort zone and ask something you wouldn't normally, approach something you wouldn't normally, but don't become something that you're not. Don't in doing that act like someone that you're not. Be yourself. Mm-hmm. Ask questions that you would ask. I mean, we've talked about this before. Kristen's been like, oh, what do I say? What do I do? I'm like, ooh, say this. Or I would say that. Da, da, da. She's like, yeah, you would say that. But what should I say? And I'm like, oh, well, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. So get out of your comfort zone, but stay in your lane. Be who you are. Yeah. Um, and also, there's nothing wrong with asking questions you already know the answers to. Great point. Very practical questions. I, you know, if you're somewhere you're not familiar with, you say, oh, do you know, do you know where the food is? Or, oh, do you know where the restroom is? Or whatever. And yeah, you know, you just passed it right back there, but you can still ask it. Yeah. <laughs> just get him, get, get yourself on his radar. Like, <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't have to, you don't have to start a conversation from the standpoint of, oh, I have to get to know this guy at Mm -hmm. that point. It's just starting a conversation. Get the words flowing. Get on his radar and then let it go from there. Um, So, yeah. And I would say, too, one other thing. If you're more shy and it's going to take you a little bit to kind of, like, open up and, have you know, have more conversations with a guy you're interested in as opposed to if you're, like, a Bethany, for instance, who can cover a lot more ground in a shorter amount of time which is fine either way be patient with yourself though because what you're going to be tempted to do is compare yourself Mm. to someone who communicates differently or has a different personality than you do and be like oh well like she's already talking to so-and-so or they've already gone out and they've only been around each other two or three times and I'm still it's okay it just may take you a little bit more time so give yourself some patience and some grace and know okay even if I'm going to see him four times this month my goal is just to like talk to him a little bit, make my, like make him aware that I am there and then build on that. You don't have to just be like, Hey, I'm here. Let's go. And <laughs> yes. you're like in the inside dying. You're like, I don't do this. Like <laughs> yeah. still, you know, know yourself and know how, you know, you're wired and, and be patient in that. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Two quick last things that I yes. was just thinking of on this one, just kind of in the context of, you know this person already and you're like, oh, I kind of like him. If you know him already, then he's going to know that you're quieter and shyer and all these things. And so just talking to him at all is going to be a break from a pattern. And we talk so much on here about patterns and deviating from patterns and sticking to patterns and how, like the changes in that, what that says. So just speaking up and talking to him is going to be a change in a pattern that may jog his mind a little Mm -hmm. bit so just keep that in mind and then the second thing is if you're a little bit shyer in person there's probably a pretty good chance that you're more comfortable texting typing facebook messenger whatever so 
Like, I think I thought of it when you were saying, if you're going to see him four times in a month, kind of have a game plan almost, well, maybe make your game plan to kind of make inroads enough to either get his number, add him on Facebook, one of those things to where you can text him, to where you can type, where you can on messenger or something. And maybe you're more comfortable there. And then maybe you can build a little more of a foundation, a little more of a camaraderie, a little more relationship, whether it, I mean, it's not necessarily romantic, but just a little more, you have a relationship with this person that will then make it easier in person because you know them better. So. That's a great point. Even if like the first time you mess- message him, you're like, hey, are you going to so-and-so this week? Yep. And well, he's hey, like, that shows interest of like, yeah, oh, she's asking about me. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah. Like, okay, great. Me too. I'll see you there. Yep. Like, and that's it. But then he knows, oh, she was wondering if I was going to be there. She's going to be there. And so then when we see each other, like, oh, hey, good to see you. And then see what happens. Go from there. Good call. All right. I ask if you're ready every time. Of course you're ready. You're in front of a mic. (laughs) That doesn't mean I'm ready. (laughs) All righty. I'm glad you got this one. You keep saying that. It makes me worried. No. (laughs) I well makes me think oh it's probably about online it's not <laughs> oh this okay. one's not how do I get to know a guy well enough to know if I want to date him so in the question they're saying I know like this person is in my circle yeah it's not a know of him sort of and probably it means oh I think he's cute but how do I get to know him well enough to see if I'm actually interested honestly I don't know that this takes a ton of strategy because think of it this way. This is a guy that you're like, oh, he's cute. Maybe I would like to date him at some point. I don't know. Well, just let it be what it is. I mean, if y'all are in the same circle enough for you to think you might be interested, just stay in those circles. Spend time around it. Maybe just kind of be more attuned to what he's doing, what he's saying, and just kind of notice, pick up on things he says, listen when he talks. But I don't think you have to go way out of your way on this one. I think just let it be, let it flow organically because... If you do too much in this instance, I think it could easily get misconstrued as more interest than there is. And then if he reciprocates, but you're like, oh, wait, no, I'm actually not interested. It kind of gets a little messy. Yes, I would agree. I think in-person interactions are your friend in this sense. Totally. I would not suggest if you're trying to figure out if you want to date somebody, texting them a lot, messaging, all of that. Like you need to have a basis of oh I would be interested before you start messaging a guy so in person like the more you can be around him in person and I don't think it takes that long no I mean you know after hanging out with a guy three four five times depending on how long you're hanging out and you're actually interacting with him but you're learning what's his sense of humor like how does he treat people how does he talk about other people is he a positive person is he a negative person is he confident is he arrogant is he shy is he outgoing you know you're learning all those things in a few conversations so your brain's comprehending a lot it's yes. taking in a lot of stuff there yes yeah. especially if you think he's cute because you're honed in <laughs> yeah let's be honest so <laughs> just i would really focus on being around him in person and don't hear this in a creepy way <laughs> but like don't always be in the same conversation with kind of take the time to observe a yes. little bit from a distance don't like hide don't behind be a tree creepy. And, like, binoculars yes. observe yes. But. <laughs> got your wire like talking to your friends yeah. uh yeah just kind of observe like oh does he let you know people does he open doors for people uh-huh. or does he let people go in front of him in the food line or does he you know how does he treat the waiter or the waitress yeah. if y'all are out to dinner things like that that you would get on a first date maybe like in a different context yeah. but
but you're getting to observe now in person and you can just observe a lot of like group dynamics does he take like you can learn a lot does he take the lead does he hang back neither of which are bad it's just pure observation at this point yeah is he looking for ways to serve is he showy about it is he under the radar like you can pick up on a lot and i was just kind of thinking too as far as like specifics of what to do we talk a lot we've had we've done couch casts we've done episodes we've talked a lot about how to let a guy know you're interested so there's plenty of stuff for those. Go back and listen if you want to. So if you take all of those principles and take one giant step back from that, that's what you should do for this. So we say, how do you let a guy know you're interested? Be around him and make sure you're attuned to listening to him talk so that he can see that you're doing that and he knows, hey, she's paying attention to me. Okay, we'll do that same thing, but one giant step back. Don't be glued to his side, but... If there's groups, kind of be in that group. You're not talking to him solely, but you're in his orbit. You're not like up close and personal, though. Yes, I 100% agree. That's a good point. Okay. <clears throat> Anything else on that one? Or we want to move on? I think that's pretty good. Okay. My turn. Your turn. Oh, this one looks long. Oh, man. Oh, it's because I messed it up when I was writing. I had oh, to cross okay. a bunch out and start over. <laughs> okay. Okay, this is going to be a fun one. What do you think it means if a guy I've been talking to for a while on a dating app starts updating his pictures? Ooh. Uh, Long question, short answer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's a good thing in your case. Because, let me say this with as much love and compassion as I can, if... He was happy with where things are and he was not trying to impress anybody new. Most likely he's not updating. He's just thinking, I want to talk to this girl. Right. And she's already seen this. She's it seems interested. Whatever. If he's updating things, thinking he's probably more like one foot in, one foot out. Yes. Situation. So probably not the best sign for you to pick up on. If you're in that situation, would yeah. you agree? Yes. Okay. I've been in this situation mm. several times and unfortunately it has never ended well for me. Mm. Um, I mean, I there was one time I was talking to a guy we'd met on, I don't know, Bumble, Hinge, I don't remember, it doesn't matter where, yeah. but we had talked for a while and actually gone out once. Oh, um, I remember and so this. And then afterwards I think I we're this. talking, I mean, we're still texting, whatever. And he, he sent me a picture, like texted me a picture from something during that, you know, that weekend or that day, like, oh, look, here's what we're doing here, blah, 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 you know, very current. And then I had logged in on Bumble or something. And in the chat list, I was like, that's a new picture. And I was like, that's the picture he just sent me. Like, it's a new picture that was taken that he had gone in and updated with. And I'm like... I guess that's, I mean, the only reason you update your pictures is to attract new interests. Like, mm-hmm. it just is. Yeah. Um, and I hate that we don't have a redeeming quality to this one, but I just don't. Um, I don't think it's a situation, well, unless you've gone out several times and you're like, okay, I'm dating this person. And then they start updating, then yeah, I think it warrants a conversation. If you've just been texting on an app... And then they update pictures. I don't think you confront them about it. I don't think you're at that place, but I think you just kind of 
maybe instead of initiating a lot of conversation and pushing a lot, you kind of leave that in his court to do. Don't be aloof, but see if he's going to actually do that. And if he does, then go from there. But my experience has been once you take your foot off the gas and let him do that, it fades out pretty quickly, which as sucky as it is, that's what you want. If he's not in it, like get out of it (laughs) and move on as soon as possible. You want to be with somebody who wants to be you with you. I've said that in a while. I haven't. It's about time I drop <laughs> yeah. that in again. Yeah. So. I, and I do think this is one where it's the same for guys and girls. So like a lot of times we say, okay, think about what you would be thinking if you did this. And I do think this one is the same. So think about if you were talking to a guy and you're like super into it, are you going to be thinking, oh, I need to go update my profile with this cool picture from this weekend? No. No. You might save it on your phone in case it goes badly with this guy because you look really cute in the picture and you're going to put it up later, but you don't do it while you're still talking to him. The only reason you do is if you're not really into it. Exactly. So. Exactly. Okay. We good on that one? Yes. Okay. Last question. Oh, man. Oh, I have to answer it first. I just realized. Oh, man. You do. And you look like it's a doozy. It is. Okay. What do you do if you want to be friends with your ex but you think he might still have feelings for you whoa whoa baby it's like from full house whoa baby <laughs> yes oh man i want to go watch full house such i started it and then yeah. another thing i started in quarantine <laughs> that i didn't finish but I kept falling asleep during the same episode and got irritated that I have to kept, like, keep going back and start it over. And you never know what happened. You had to watch the whole thing. I know, right? I'm so bad about that. That's so funny. Okay. Then All I'm right. stalling. Yes. Okay. My first question. Well, no. Let me just answer it first. Yes. Point blank, and then we'll go back. Yes. What do you do? You got to cut it off. You got to not. Yeah. Yes. You don't. That's the answer. <laughs> what do you do? You don't. <laughs> And that's what you come listen to us for, guys. Yes. No. You're so welcome. Um, (laughs) As as tough as that is, I think this is a really great opportunity to say, okay, here's what I want, but here's what would really be best for this other person and be selfless and kind and loving towards that person. Even though you're not with them still, like those things don't quit applying. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what we're all called to as Christians to everyone. And so I think you have to take several steps back and really let that be. Now, if this is someone who's a friend before and you want to continue being friends with them, I'm not saying that has to be forever, but if you really think he still has feelings, especially if you were the one to end it, it was not mutual. Like he was still into it and you ended it. He probably still does have feelings for you. Um, because he didn't quit having them like you, you ended it. And that's just like, th- that. think about how tough that would be for him to see this girl. But then also the mixed signals that that may send of like, okay, she broke up with me. She's not interested, but she still wants to hang out all the time and do stuff. And she talked like, she talks to me like she did when we were dating and we're still friends and whatever. Like that just really sends mixed signals. And probably will keep him in that place of having feelings longer. Um, So I think at least for the foreseeable future, you have to cut it off. My follow-up question would be, and I'll just ask this to you. Oh, okay. Is why do you still want to be friends with him? 
and I'm asking you because I know you're not friends with your exes. Like that's yes. the rule you have. Yes. So I would like evaluate that. Like yeah. what is your motivation? I will speak to the one time I feel like I did want to stay friends with mm-hmm. an ex because we were friends before. And I think that was the the hardest thing for me because I had never dated a guy I was friends with first. And so yes. it was really easy to, once the relationship ended, regardless of who ended it, be like, okay, well, we didn't have anything before this. So this, this is all I know of you. Yes. So let's just cut it off. This is our only relationship context. Right. Really. Exactly. Yeah. Where with this particular guy, we had been friends for a year before we dated and... I even when we broke up because I didn't want to break up with him Uh it had just kind of hit a crossroads where we weren't lined up in our thinking on how the relationship was going to progress and so I just felt like I didn't have another choice I didn't want to break up with him and after we broke up I missed him Mm -hmm. like I missed talking to him I missed like texting him like we still saw each other all the time which really complicated things it was fantastic (laughs) i broke out in hives more the next month than i think i have in my entire life combined it was terrible um thank lord it was cold so sweaters for the win whoever invented the turtleneck i'm gonna need to like write a thank you note to or like go if they're in heaven one day be like thank you so much that one month really came through for me yes exactly um so i think that when you break up with somebody and you still want to be friends i think that a lot of it is just you miss that like yeah there may have been parts that you didn't like but you do miss the good parts you do miss the conversation you do miss joking with them you do miss like and a lot because this was also the guys y'all i mean (laughs) while we're here (laughs) (laughs) this this was the guy that i almost got back together with a handful of times (laughs) and that was a lot of the pull was because oh, we have all this history. We have, like, when I talk to you about this, I'm not having to re-explain things. I'm not having to tell you anything new. You know my family. You know my background. You know this. You know that. You were here for when this (laughs) happened. Yeah. And so you miss that, like, sense of familiarity. There's, like, a comfort there. And I think it's really tempting when you get out of a relationship to only really remember those things. And so you want to gravitate back yes. towards that and you want to kind of save that. But what you don't realize is it's kind of an all or nothing. Like you mm-hmm. can't, once you've dated somebody, you're never going to go back to the way it was before you dated them. I think a large part of that is, and you can tell me if this was the case for you, because I know it's been the case for me, of mm-hmm. most likely you didn't go from purely platonic friends to dating. Oh gosh, no. You may have been purely platonic friends way back at the beginning. But for most of your quote unquote friendship, mm-hmm. one or both of you liked the other one and you were flirting. Oh, yeah. And it, it's not just friends. Are you dating? No, but you're not just friends either. That's technically. Very true. So you can't go back to that. Mm, yeah. That whole part of it. Yep. Like that's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're going back to, what you're thinking, oh, I want to go back to being his friend is really it may be uncharted territory or it's going to be way, way, way back at the very beginning of being friends. So you're not ever going to go back to what it was right before you dated. No, you're going to go back to something way at the beginning or it's totally new ground anyway. Yeah. It's like 
you want to separate the two. Like you want to be able to say like, oh, I can be his friend and I can have these conversations without bringing up the history, without flirting, without Uh this, without that. And you can't. It's like... I know there's another analogy, but I can't That's think of one. That's the only way so you like, need to be friends with them. Yeah. Like, it's like when you make Kool-Aid. Like, you can't go back and separate the water from the powder once you've yeah. mixed it. Like, uh-huh. you just... That's a real or, sophisticated no, analogy but, for but you, use but... The, use the analogy of you pour sugar into the bottom of your Kool-Aid pitcher, mm-hmm. and then you open the little packet and pour the Kool-Aid particles mm-hmm. in. Particles? particles? I powder? I don't know what <laughs> it is. I haven't made Kool-Aid in a while, y'all. And you stir that up. Okay, and then someone says, okay, now I need you to get all the Kool-Aid out and all the sugar separated. No, you're not going to. That's ridiculous. No. So it's kind of the same thing. It's you're the not same gonna thing. No. get this all no. neat and tidy and put back into separate boxes. No. And I'm going to go back, <laughs> shocker, to the golden rule here. Yeah. If the tables were turned mm-hmm. and he had broken up with you, you're devastated, you still like him, and he comes back a few months later, he's like, hey, I still want to be friends, and I like, we can still talk and stuff, but we're not going to date. That would, well, if we're being really I honest. Be like, did I mean nothing to you? <laughs> my thought first actually would be like oh good there's a chance like maybe he's rethinking this and this is my in and so okay well then you're gonna set yourself up for like false hope basically (laughs) and then you're gonna be talking and you're gonna be going back and then you you're gonna probably like cross this line back and forth oh that was flirty oh he said that but he you know whatever what does that mean analyze every little thing yep and then it's it's gonna be so much more hurtful than if you just draw that boundary so and you would want him, even though you might be excited at first that he still wants to talk to you, you are going to end up getting hurt. And oh, so totally. deep down, you know, you wouldn't want him to do that. So when you're in the other position, you've got to know, yeah, he may like want this per se yeah. or say it's okay, but it's not fair to him and it's going to be more hurtful than yeah. it is helpful. So, and especially it's one thing to think you're going to go back to be friends and it's this mutual thing and you're on the same page and it's great. And then you realize, oh, we're not. And then you just, but it sounds, I mean, from the way the question is, you knew beforehand, he probably still has feelings for you. And to forge ahead there is probably not a good idea. Yeah, I would agree. So just, you want to be respectful and you want to have his best interest at heart because you do care about him even if you're not dating him anymore like I would hope you still care about him enough to not want to hurt him anymore (laughs) you may already have um (laughs) yeah so just keep that in mind one final little tip or thought I guess is if you have already had a conversation about this like post breakup give it some time and you've said hey you want to be friends and he doesn't really want to and whatever don't keep asking Mm, yep nope he will let you know if and when something changes, but it's not your place to continue. Hey, can we be friends now? Hey, can we be friends now? Oh, hey, has something changed? Can we be friends now? You have to let it go. Yeah. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. All right, y'all. We will wrap it there. What a fun, like rapid yes. fire. We need to do this more often. I liked this. I like this too. If, if y'all you, liked it, let us know and we'll. Yes. And if you have a question you want us to answer, we are always taking couch cast suggestions. There is a button in the link in our bio on Instagram at LFTM underscore podcast once again <laughs> and you can send us any question you want us to ask those are anonymous so if you want to stay anonymous that's a great outlet or you can always DM us on Instagram mm-hmm. but we do pull mainly from the couch cast form yes it's easier uh, to keep track of yes because we get 
DM'd about other things or like me Monday or whatever. So we have to like sort through all of that. So if you have a question you'd like us to answer, whether on future couch cast or on a future episode like yeah. this, go ahead and send that to us in that form. And we just went through a bunch of them. So yeah, well, you send one. The likelihood of it, it getting answered pretty quickly. <laughs> higher because we have gone through a bunch. You know, every once in a while we have to do this, go through like this. We did the 12 days of couch cast back mm-hmm. at Christmas time to kind of clean out the the backlog yes so um and also if you have sent a question and we haven't answered it we wouldn't be offended if you sent like it's not like we don't know who sends them so yeah um we yeah, try to keep up again. with them as much as possible but sometimes we look and we're like oh well, we just kind of talked about this so let's you know not and unfortunately with it being anonymous we don't have any way of saying hey go listen to such and such episode um so if you have a question that you still have and you don't think we've talked about it send it again exactly good good reminder all right y'all well we hope y'all enjoyed this episode we will be back on friday with a backstage pass so stay tuned for that (laughs) but until then i'm Kristen, and i'm bethany and this is looking for the middle